Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, California. Enjoy. All right, y'all. You know what it is. It's Thursday. It is crack em up Thursday. And we are here in the belly room, green room. You know what it is. It's like a whole new week out here. We got Butter, Max, Lou, your girl V-Money right here, you know. And you guys can't see this, but the green room space has been totally redone. I feel, I left for a week, and I feel like things are just totally different. It's crazy. <laughs> I said, I need more room. I'm a big personality. It doesn't fit in this little space. Nah, it's cool. And we got our first guest with us right here. It's Sam Brillhart. Um, sir, you look, you look beautiful. Y'all can't see this, but this man is in a full-blown chicken suit, rooster suit. Yep, uh, rooster, chicken, they're the same. I like it. Oh, thanks. It's working for me. Thanks. He's got... Do you have anything on under these leggings, or you're just wearing the suit? No, I have a, I have shorts and underwear and a t-shirt on. Oh my god, she's cocking it out here. <laughs> are you roasting? Are you like free balling? What is chicken cocking? Chicken cocking. Are you roasting under the suit? Are you a little roasted chicken? Oh yeah, I'm like a, uh, a Kenny Rogers roasted oh rotisserie my, chicken that's right now under this thing. Roasted. My goodness. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, uh, yeah. Uh, just uh, bag me and tag me. Uh, throw me. <laughs> Throw me into the uh, Throw you into Boston a Chick-fil-A fryer? No, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't bring that up with my people, okay? With my people. If you had to die, though, via fryer, would you choose Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Um, oh, man. Uh, I, I would choose uh, I would choose Popeyes. Ooh, why? Um, you know, to be totally honest, I like their uh, advertising campaigns a little bit better. Uh, they have uh, better jingles, and uh, I don't I don't think you I've just want to be seasoned right. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah totally. He wants they got to be better seasoning properly. I get that. It's like it's not a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a vanilla. You know, it's not like a vanilla Chick Fil A sort of sandwich. You really get the uh, seasoning with Popeyes. Oh. Oh, that's cute. He gave me a little wink there. Hold on. Is you, this Michi working out? No, I'm You like guys in bird suits? Uh, I didn't think I did, but you know what? You're doing it for me. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> we got to go there a little bit. Uh, no, honestly, what got me here is that your harmonica skills. Oh, yeah. Truly amazing. I checked that out on the gram, uh, and it was great. Oh, thank you. I almost uh, actually almost played some uh, Camptown races for the people tonight as like an homage to Foghorn Leghorn, but uh, the suit doesn't have pockets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! You should have done all your jokes like that. I say, I say, what's the deal with Emma? Oh my gosh! Bro. Bringing it back, Looney Tune style. That's yeah. cute. Who's your favorite Looney Tune? My favorite Looney Tune? Oh man, Tweety Bird. Yeah. Yeah, I had like Tweety Bird everything as a kid. Uh, my blankets, my pillows. I was really sad. I actually had to throw away that blanket because I got really sick on it one day. Yeah, it was oh. a pretty big bummer. I had too much peanut butter. Oh, bummer. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. 
it was great. That's I can't to this day I cannot eat too much peanut butter on my PB and J's because my grandma, like I don't know what the fuck this lady was on. I think she was just trying to get rid of it all. But she put so much peanut butter in my peanut butter sandwich and by the end of the night I got so sick I just threw up everywhere, including on my brother. Because oh, he was man. he was right next to me. We were wait, we were watching a movie and I fell asleep and then I woke up to throw up on him and my blankets and that was the end of that. Sometimes I uh, eat peanut butter sandwiches too fast and it gets clogged in my throat and Ooh, I choke on it. That's the worst. And like you don't have a glass of milk around so you're just like dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. My kingdom for a glass of milk. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, how are you? How are you doing? How was your set? How did you feel? It's a packed house. Yeah. Um, in uh, in review of the set, uh, I feel like it went okay. Some people didn't understand the bit, which uh, you always run the risk when you go up there in such a uh, bold character. But, Pretty you know, risque. Yeah, those people who loved it really got it, and I uh, tried to hone in on them and uh, not listen to the hecklers clucking me. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> was it all chicken jokes? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, everything themed uh, chicken-wise, uh, whole backstory, Charlie the Chicken. Uh, yep. Yep, oh I'm a cockfighter who's retired, uh, and I try to. I'm trying to be an advocate against, uh, you know, going vegan and and uh, eating less chicken because 11 million thousand eggs are eaten every year and uh, 8 billion chickens are eaten every year. So, I'm a huge contributor to the 8 billion. I love chicken. It's very good. I'm trying to get people back on uh, Kobe beef. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm not looking for like a total ending of uh, chicken eating like you're talking about, but maybe just some sort of balance back into the world where we're not so overly domesticated and you know, that's beautiful. We're allowed to run free. Let the people know where they can find you next and online, so that that way they can join your movement. Oh sure. Um, <laughs> uh, this coming Tuesday, I'm gonna do the uh, roast battle again as uh, Charlie the Chicken. <laughs> yep, I'll be uh, roasted and toasted on that one. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to find me, just uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. That's uh, the best place, Sam Brillhart. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on with us. We really appreciate you. Go strut your little stuff on out of here. You're right. the cutest cutie out here. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> there we go. There it is. That's cute. All right. And next up, oh. We got the hostess with the mostest, oh. the whiskey oh. of women out oh, here, shit. Janae Thompson. What's oh. up, ladies? What is going on? You're just oh, magic out here. I oh, love this dress. Actually, thank you. Oh, no, it's a, it's, a pantsuit. it's a little pantsuit that I got from downtown LA. Girl, $10, best $10 yes. I've ever spent. Um, I filmed uh, a sketchiness. I filmed, uh, it was about SCDs. I also filmed um, um, uh, True TV with this too. So this is just the best $10. I ever spent. So, write it off too. Right. Oh, see, can you teach me how to do my taxes? <laughs> you just tell the guy. You, okay. First off, <laughs> every receipt that you ever got, even from the dispensary, because they give me a receipt. It, de I mean, it depends. It's, it's my medicine. It's maybe, medical expense. Maybe it's a medical expense. Maybe it's for work. It is for sure for work. So yeah. Um, 
yeah, that counts as a work expense. Let's sit down and talk about it, because I feel like there is a better way. Why does everyone ask me about their taxes? Because you're white. Because you just have this beautiful... It's because he's white. Saving money Jew look to you. It's... Let's be real. He, he looks like he has the white idea. Um, that's what it is. The white idea. Yeah. Um... You were at the vegan exactly the other day. Oh, I'm there every day. You're there. I wow. Do you see this vegan belly? I want to commend you. I <sighs> saw you did like a side by side 2003 and. Oh well, no. This is like no, but this is I didn't show this. This was like I've been eating burritos. That I probably showed the picture when I first woke up before I even had a sip of water. Girl, I've got a but yeah, baby. I stay pregnant right now. She'll be born in probably about two hours. Food um, babies are the best. Exactly. They're amazing. It, oh my I mean, it's true. How, what was the longest food baby you've ever carried? Oh my goodness. I don't even know. Because I'm very regular. So I have no problem passing my food. So how do you it's stay regular? This is what I like about podcasts is that they can go anywhere. <laughs> right? This is my favorite thing about podcasts. That is a great thing. Um, I don't. Honestly, I just, I think I try and eat very healthy, you know, I eat, right now I'm kind of messed up because I was in Mexico for my birthday and oh, it was yeah. all tacos and nachos and... That's healthy though, that's self-care. Got to, for my heart, for my soul, right? I have to go off have the wagon to. on occasion, um, but usually I'm like, my snacks are like cucumbers, I, yeah, I'll do mm. spinach with every meal, drink spinach very regularly, oh... Well, Janae had to bounce, but that's cool. Um, yeah, so tell us about your vacation. Oh my gosh, vacation was so good. It was a lot. It was a lot. The first day we were there, we walked like eight miles to get food. I don't know why we did that. We were trying to find a specific sports bar, but we couldn't find it. And then the second day, we went uh, snorkeling, and our instructor actually took a bunch of pictures. What, of what, us. what was the best meal you had? The best meal? Oh my gosh, it was a place called Margaritaville. It was. Three? Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville? Jimmy Buffett, bro. Is it? I don't know, maybe. Maybe we're not allowed to say Margaritaville. Uh, really? Margarita, Margarita Place. Century. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, and it was so, it was like three, the, first of all, they made the salsa right in front of us, like cut up the tomatoes, cut up the chili, like ground it all in that black bowl, and then it's I had, black. yeah. No, no, it's not called the black bowl, there's a certain. Did you have, sure wait. There is, but I'm not Mexican enough What to was the biggest size drink that you had? Did oh, you have one of those mega, mega with the 18 straws? You know, you know what's crazy? I actually didn't drink like that. Like, I had a margarita <gasps> with every meal, but I didn't go crazy because my best friend doesn't drink. So, I, you know, and then my other best friend who came with us is a mom who also, who she drinks wine, but she doesn't drink hard liquor often. Mm. So, I didn't, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to get fucked up so that they wouldn't have to take care of me. And I didn't want to get my other friend fucked up because I just didn't want her going home feeling. Oh, so you didn't have yeah you didn't have the typical like woo no, on the top of the bar I like, woo. There to, like I did like I 
did get I saw some I shoulders. saw some I saw yeah I saw that I saw that on your Insta story what was funny about that so we went into the club super late we were actually trying to go paddle boarding that night but yay for paddle boarding we were a little too crazy so we went to this club and as soon as we walked in this guy grabs me and he starts dancing on me and I was like hell yeah fuck you know it's great back that ass up bitch and so I'm just I'm down for it and so he's doing his thing whatever but then he gets on the floor on all fours and I'm like is he trying to get me to ride him like a horse fuck it it's my birthday bitch so I hopped on his back but then he scooted me or he scooted himself back and then like my legs were on his shoulders and he stood up I'm on his shoulders in the air above the crowd but security there was a very quick so they shut it down real fast but it was a really good time it was very fun is that, is that like a new dance move in Mexico do the horsey <laughs> it's like a new, a new the, the pony I don't know like say, yeah. well we're definitely happy to, glad to have you back I'm about to go grab your next comic and I will be right back with us now oh she is fashion out here let's the god How hey you girl you look like you're ready for a rodeo I oh yeah i stay ready for a rodeo i'm from texas hey mm-hmm. representing what part uh the d dallas hey home what? of the cowboys nice nice i respect it dude the cheerleading camp for those cheerleaders <laughs> crazy yo it's funny i used to be on the junior dallas cowboy cheerleading squad Were you really? when i was like eight years old and we wore the exact same outfits oh my goodness yeah oh my fucking goodness wow yeah uh-huh do you know what they wear yeah it's very deep. we had on the exactly wow they put us in red lipstick and everything oh no yeah i feel like texas is that state though like no. there's <laughs> children out there looking like 28 year old women exactly yeah big hair vaseline on the teeth smile. right smile vaseline on the teeth. that to keep yeah to keep you from like not smiling yeah guns in our back pockets exactly i learned how to shoot a gun when i was like six years old oh my goodness my grandma's backyard mm-hmm. were you out there shooting cans <laughs> yeah man i love it so really quick the first thing i want to ask you about jade prime tell me what's going on wait what jade Oh, Prime? Your character? Um, oh, shit. I didn't know you were going to ask me about that. That just caught me off guard. I'm like, how you know? You did your research. Wow. That's what I'm known for back Well, that's here. so awesome. I like to look into people. Fuck yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> I mean, uh, second cousin oh, well, Barbara's name. Prime, Prime is like a digi series. You know, it's just about two black girls being best friends, you know? I feel, I don't know. I guess the writer creator felt like, you know, every time she turns on the TV, black girls are always like, you know, fucking each other up on reality TV. Yeah, fuck you, bitch, all that. So she wanted to bring back, you know, just some wholesome, like, friendship. Girlfriend stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like really quirky. And I'm like the, um, I'm like the, the, the fuck up, you know, the, oh, no. the fuck up on the show. Yeah. Was that an easy rebel with that? Not at all. Not uh-huh. at all. Um, you know, uh, they definitely, the casting was on point for sure. You know, I'm a rebel without a cause on the show. Yeah. So I don't have to do too much acting. That's nice. Yeah. It's always good when you can just like fit into a role and you're just like, I feel this person. I feel- those, those are the only roles I want to play. I just want to play myself. At this point, I don't want to play nobody else. I guess that kind of defeats the purpose of acting, but 
Mm. You're not the type that you would want to take on like these crazy different characters. Like go Johnny Depp with it and be like a. I do one day. One day. Oh my god. I. That's why I want to be an actor. I've always wanted to play a chicken. Actually, how'd you know? I, you bring off that cockfighter vibe. Totally. Wow. Thanks. That's a compliment. Go Thanks. I really Sam. appreciate get some, that. Get some chicken tips from him. <laughs> <laughs> get some chicken tips. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> Yo, the fucking humility you have to have to walk on stage with a chicken uniform. You know what I'm saying? The humility. Like, no ego. I love it. Trump is fucking sucking the ego out of every average white man in this country. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> chicken is, like, it has dark meat and, and like, like, white meat. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> word. That's that woke word. word. Word, word, word. Word, word, word. Anyways. Girl, Saturdays. Is that still a thing? Are we still doing that? Yeah, it's a it's a bi-monthly um, situation. Uh, it's a it's a show that I do. It's all female comedians and an all female audience. Yes, I love that. Let me have no a penis is allowed. Don't have to get harassed by all these dicks. Right. <laughs> but you know, I um, and I'm not even that person. Like, I'm not even that person. It's like, uh, no guys. Like, I don't. I mean, I love dudes, right? I'm not out here like on the hate hate dude train, right? But what happened was I went back home. I had uh, three shows. I opened up for Marlon Wayans wow. at the Improv in Dallas. And I do like a lot of like abortion plan B shit. And uh, what I noticed in Dallas was a lot of women kind of, they first of all, they came with their husbands and their boyfriends. So I saw like a lot of women like kind of laughing or wanting to laugh or like, you know what I'm saying? But kind of feeling like that was just the you know like my man. my man my husband yeah my husband's right here so a lot of women came up to me after the shows in Dallas saying girl got those are funny jokes don't you stop telling those jokes those are fucking funny we need to hear them like a lot a lot of like older white women coming up to me saying it and I'm like wow bitches is really scared to laugh about shit in front of their men's so I said you know what I think it would be interesting to you know just kind of like tell these types of jokes and um in front of like an all-female audience and just see you know and just see i don't know what the vibe is like that it gives people the freedom to just kind of enjoy the night without having to wonder like worry about oh that guy over there like yeah because it what's crazy is that i mean i personally don't care what the person next to me is thinking but but a lot of women do girls who like will see a guy and then just kind of change up their whole mood or they won't even laugh hard because it's like oh my god i know that i snort when I laugh I right laugh. yeah just hold back right or they laugh cute or whatever so I'm like I want to create a space where you know if a woman like if she want to be like <laughs> you know like oh bitch do that at my show you know what I'm saying but it's so interesting it's so deep because girls be afraid to even fucking laugh from their gut in front of a dude being on a date so which is so crazy because he's gonna see it eventually like why not just let it up you know, I mean don't because they want to get that ring first they want to trap him then let it all hang out and then they got you and then they and then they like ah, you know then it's, 
right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Probably I'm still single. It's because I'm, I'm not out here giving a fuck. For real. Yeah, man. So that's, that's you know, that's really why I started um, Hot Girl Saturdays. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. I love that so much. You should come next time. I'm down for it. I'll be sure to stock your page so that way I know when it is. And I'll come through. Awesome. What are we talking about tonight, by the way? Uh, what am I talking about? Uh, abortion, Plan B. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I just had to go buy some Plan B, not for me, but for my homegirl. Yes, you're a good friend. Well, I didn't go get it for her. We stopped at the Walgreens on the way to where we were going, and she bought it. Yeah. Talking about um, also uh, being transracial and... <laughs> Transracial. Wait. Huh? You taking the steps? No, I'm not taking the steps. You know, just you know, I got my I got my little techniques. You know that Wait I be doing. No, like like so. What I'll do is, I like I'll straighten my hair like bone straight. Ah. Like bone fucking straight. Mm. And uh, like one time I was out talking to this white dude. We was hitting it off or whatever. And then I and I said in in a conversation, I'm like, yeah, cause you know sisters. He was like, huh. and he just it just kind of I could just tell it through him off he was like oh wait uh. and I was like what I was like I'm a I'm a, I was like dude I'm a black woman and he thought I was from Sri Lanka wow so he thought oh yeah yeah a lot of people when my hair is like bone straight a lot of people think that so what I do is I go undercover as an East Indian oh woman so you know that's my way of being transracial that's amazing I fuck with oh it oh my god on Saturdays what 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 kind of perks comes with being uh, Filipino on, on Saturdays when you go places Filipino oh gosh I feel that cause look cause my last name's Miranda so if I go anywhere where it's like a Mexican establishment or a Dominican or a Puerto Rican they be, they'll look at my ID and be like oh Miranda like and they get excited and they give me like free chips and salsa and shit what the fuck? All right. Well, if you're trying to find the places that she's hitting up free stuff, make sure you follow her I on get, IG. Yeah. Let me know your, let me know your info. My IG is Lex the God. That's uh, Lex the G-A-W-D. God. Make sure you go follow her. Make sure you're at the next Hot Girl Saturday. Yeah. If you have a vagina. There we go. <laughs> we appreciate you, girl. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And next up on deck, we got, oh, the man, Tunde. Hey, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having you me. Thank have you, you gone up yet? No, I haven't gone up yet, man. This is an extra late show, but Heck you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's a we, house yeah, yeah, it's man. packed house though, but you know what I'm saying? We chilling, so you know, so, so it's gonna be a good vibe. Let's kick it off on a good note. I need Word. some real life coach advice, real quick. What's up, coach Tell advice? As far as what? Tell me. I don't know. Just, uh, just give me some general okay. life advice. Life advice. Um, the glass is always half full. The glass is always half full. If you look at life with a positive perspective, you can always understand that there can always be something going on worse than your situation. So if you look at the life as the glass being half full, you'll always look at it, you know what I'm saying, in a positive outlook. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know whatever else you would want me to teach you or, you know what I'm saying, I'm not a scholar and none of that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's my little, I like to be positive. I like to be about, you know, positive progression. So. That's good. That's a good vibe to carry around with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Real a chill 
real person. Has yeah. anybody ever told you that you look a lot like Offset? Never in my life. No? no. I saw a picture of you with glasses, like some oh, clear glasses, glasses, and I was like, hold okay. up, wait okay. a second. Yep, Is I've... Cardi B coming with him to, to no. crack him up? Because straight up, you look like Offset, I'm not going to lie. Offset, uh, wow. Yes. No, haven't. 100%. Haven't had some braids that. to you. Some braids? Offset. Offset? Wow, no, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard other people, but definitely not Offset. Maybe Who else have you gotten before? Uh, what's his name? He's a model, Kofi something. Kofi. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I guess or something. I don't know. He He's. Said, uh, I don't even care. I'm. He just was in the movie like Girls Trip and like uh some other stuff. Yeah, I don't know, but mm. it's some dude that's a model. That, that Legit, I can't even have you looking at me right now because all I see is offset. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't look like somebody broke, so that's what you know. What I'm saying. There we go. Yeah, you you like some nigga. Oh. You like some nigga I seen off the street out in Hollywood. Like, yeah, you look kind of like him. Actually, look really like him. Nah, fuck that. Oh. Nah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I look like rich motherfuckers. Cool. Cool. Yeah, nah. I look like rich motherfuckers. I'll take that. I will take that all day. Yeah. One thing I definitely want to ask you about. Sure. So I was going through your IG. I saw okay. that you do an adult game night. Yes, what I do. Tell me about this. The Bridging the Gap Social. Um, that is an adult game night that I do. And people think that when they hear adult, they think it's some freaky shit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like that was the first. That was the first First thing, like adult, like nah, 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 nah. What it is, it's an opportunity. What uh, what we do, um, it's um, it's a networking opportunity that me and my crew does. That we bring other, you know, uh, millennials, other creatives, you know, what I'm saying people who just don't allow the child in them to die. You know, what I'm saying because that's all creatives are. Uh, people, adults who actually listen to their inner, you know, what I'm saying their inner kid. We all wanted to do things as far as entertainment, or you know, we all are have a creative mindset within us, but then. We grow the fuck up. We have responsibilities. We got bills and shit like that. So what I do is I create an environment where all these other different people who are creatives, who are innovators, put them in a room and give them something that wakes up that kid. Games, you know what I'm saying? Like Uno, Connect Four, you know what I'm saying? Spades, things like that. We even got beer pong. But, you know what I'm saying? Because we grown, we got wine, you know what I'm saying? Then I got a cook. So I got a cook that comes and cook and stuff. And then like the, um, uh, uh, the bingo, we do a bingo game. And uh, now you know how traditional bingo is. It's like um, B, 10, and then whatever. But it, with our bingo, each each uh, ball that's picked comes with a phrase, statement, or a fact about you. Oh. So it'd be like I, 10, or B, 10. It's like I, B, 10, I graduated from high school. So if you graduated from high school and you got B, 10, you put that down. But like I, 24, I, 24, I was raised by a single mom. So if you was raised by a single mom and you got I, 24, you know what I'm saying? Or like N, 25, I lost my virginity when I was 16. Something like that. So now... I got all those. Yeah, that's, hey, listen, <laughs> hey, you damn near might win bingo, you know. And then the incentive for it is like, you know, a $25 Visa gift card, you know what oh. I'm saying? So it's like, and it, the thing is, it's that, that incentive because we ask, we say random ass questions, you know what I'm saying? Random ass mm -hmm. topics. So it's like, if I say uh, G24, I enjoy giving head. You gonna have to. If you get bingo, you gonna have to tell us all the facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's where their adult comes from. So like, uh, what's like being ten fingers? Never have I. Ever. Never have I ever type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Some shit just go for it on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it gives you that incentive to you know what I'm saying want to be honest. But then also too, it's like all right. So I met you at that night. I met you. You you see me then later on. It's like oh yeah, that's Tony. That's that guy that had the game night or something. And we were playing the games. And I remember he he was raised by a single mom like I was or something. You know something like that. Something to allow you to be you know 
familiar with um, other people like yourself. Nice. Yeah. Well, I like. I'm gonna have to go to the next one. Let, yeah. Let the people know what, when the next one is, and let them know where they can find you. Uh, yeah. The next one actually is uh, September uh, 26th at the end of the month, and uh, you can find myself on all of my social media platforms at Tune Got Jokes. That's T U N G O T J O K E S. And also make sure to follow uh, my group, my networking group, uh, Bridging the Gap Social. That's B T G underscore social. And uh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Y'all take care. Thank you. And up next, right here, sitting on the couch with me, Kat Branchman. Girl, I almost didn't recognize you because the picture has you in the pro. Yeah, baby. And you up here in the twist. Yeah. Yeah. And I did these myself today. You don't know who going to show up. You did these yourself? I did. When you're poor, you have to learn how to be talented. And I did my own eyebrows. I almost made the fucking clothes, but they was on clearance. So it's all good. Oh, my God. I do. The brows are fierce. Thank you. Twists are fierce. Thank you. She's fresh off the stage. Thank you. How did you feel? Well, you know, I've been doing comedy for like three weeks, so I mean, considering how other people have done, I feel good. I was nervous as hell, but I, I, I'm proud of myself. That's right. You just came back to the welcome thank back, you, girl, thank you, thank with you. open arms out here. <laughs> you are here at the comedy store. My yeah. goodness. Oh man. So I, if you want to tell us, you don't have to tell us why the comeback. Um, I mean, I went off to school and got my master's degree and tried entrepreneurship, and it was great. But I also always felt um, like I always felt like I was kind of missing a part of like myself and my journey. And so I host a lot of stuff. I have a successful YouTube. I think the big thing was uh, I was 300 pounds, so I was a little bit afraid to get on stage because I didn't want my weight to upstage my personality. So I just was like, well, you know, I'll be funnier if I get myself together. And I think it was a psychological thing. But I did. I lost 113 pounds. Congratulations. Yes, child. Yes, Clap it up yes, for that. Um, I was diabetic. Um, and it was just really, and the, the, the ironic thing is my husband is a personal trainer. Like, we've been uh-huh. married 10 years, and I just wasn't fucking listening. Like, I didn't care. Like, but real talk. it's beautiful that he was a personal trainer, and he's just loving all Oh, now, you know what? So, tip for the sisters, get you a man from the South. They so <laughs> fucking loyal. Just cook good. But he's so loyal. I mean, amazing father. And I was big as hell he was loving me like I was fucking Kim Kardashian and it was hard because he would want to hold my hand in public and I knew bitches was judging me so I I wouldn't even focus on his love it was more like oh that so I got it together though it took about two years to lose the weight but now I gotta do is get this tummy tuck I'm gonna be out here stunning on these medium bitches Uh (laughs) I love it I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so happy for you that you actually made that decision because there's a lot of people who refuse to or for whatever reason can't come out of that mentality of like, it's just weight. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is? Most people are eating because of something. That's the surface level. Mm -hmm. It's always something underneath that. Like, I have a master's degree in therapy. And so out here, I just practice as a life coach. And most people that have an obsession with sex or drugs or whatever is some other shit under there. Mm -hmm. And most people are, you got to be ready to face that shit. Most, mostly it's mommy and daddy issues, but sometimes people experience trauma and you just think you like chicken. Like, bitch, no, your soul hurting. Like, <laughs> get, your, get, your, get yourself together. So once you are ready to face that, uh, it'll get a lot better. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So what were you going through? No, I'm just kidding. 
I know, right? No way. You know, that's a great question. You know what? My mom was one of those Christians that was like, if you have sex, you're going to hell. So I didn't for a long time. And I got to college like, wait a minute. Like, everybody's fucking. Like, everybody's enjoying life. And so I had to, like, search out religion for myself with that man. Forgive mom and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's really what, mommy issues. That's crazy. To sum it all up. But she's, she's older now, and I realize she had issues. So if you can see your parent as a human, it blows your mind. Because you're like, you're fucking crazy, too. Oh, grandma made you crazy, right? <laughs> see? See? So, yeah. You really be out here thinking that your parents, like, know all. They oh, are no. the end-all, be-all. They just have the guide to life. And then you grow up, and you're Mm-mm. like, wait a second. I don't know any of this shit. I know they definitely don't know <laughs> right. any of this shit. Most of us don't even realize, like, our conception. We don't have the true story. If you Whether they were married or not, ask your mama what was popping in her life where she had you. Ooh. And see if she tell you the Look at her eyes. in the baby picture. Yeah. You said that you didn't have sex before you got uh, married. Exactly. I was in the wedding photo. Hold on. My I was there. I the baby picture. No. Yeah. The more It is. I found out later, like, my dad was a married man, but my mom didn't know. So I'm that child where it's like, yes. And so, but mind you, she was the, if you do this, the Lord's not going to like it. So that's a little projection right there. She was talking to herself, but she put her own, like, insecurities on me. So it's like, damn. So I'm like, damn, you human. So once I got older, she felt like I can tell you the truth and we got a better relationship now. That's the great thing about learning all of that is that you end up being able to be better for your kids. Yes. I just have to say that typically when comedians come on to talk about those kind of issues, they sound like really down. Oh. It's like really, but you're actually like, oh, I process my shit. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know what? And, and you know what? When you realize that it's ongoing, like nobody ever really fucking gets there till you stop breathing. You know what I'm saying? So I have an 11 year old, I got an eight year old, and we have a way better relationship because I can tell him, you know what? Mommy started smoking weed at this age, and the shit was awful. Like, like, if you do the shit, that's on you. Like, that's different than saying, you're going to fucking hell. Like, you know? So, that's just my experience. I ain't judging nobody's parenting. No, don't be in my DMs. For a second, I thought Butter was going to be like, oh, we'll hype up the room. Oh, whenever, sorry. Whenever the conversation starts <laughs> to go a little crazy. Sorry. Oh, am I Debbie Downer? Okay, okay. This is good. Okay. This is good. People need this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because typically Maybe not all of them though because that's we need the crazies in yeah we do we do we do <laughs> the balance okay, uh, okay. the sams okay so she has a master's in psychology yeah uh-huh so, all right so our first comedian was wearing that chicken suit behind okay uh, come on let's do it so yeah what, yeah so yeah what do you think his issues are okay here we go so my brother his energy coming out already felt a little bit off from the room and the room jumped on his energy so as as a comedian or somebody want to do good you got to like stay away from that and as he began to talk he was covering some shit up it's all like no who else came out there with that shit on <laughs> so he's not comfortable right. being vulnerable there's only one chicken <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. It's not me being judged. This is what I picked up. Now, I could but be he, wrong about you. But he didn't get a chance to do his foghorn leg horn. That could have turned the whole thing around. That could have turned the what whole was that? thing around. What was that? He was going to do foghorn leg horn, but he said he didn't do it. The 
Why? Did he say why? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I was know. trying not to laugh. Well, my thing, I was trying not to laugh loud because I'm corny. So I, all the black people were laughing. So I was like, <laughs> I couldn't laugh as loud as I would do. I think that's what was off. You know what? Yeah. He did a little bit, but he didn't stay with it. And I was like, get their ass. Is that nervous energy? Yeah. Yesterday, literally, when your chicken suit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. He that's should have stayed with the chicken that's suit. That's why he was so ready with the impression because he did it yesterday. Yeah, you know, I did my thought. I'll say it now. Every self-conscious male comic has a chicken suit. No. Yeah, well, maybe me- metaphorically speaking, yeah. they do. What would be oh. What would be your chicken suit? Okay, girl, come on. Let me see. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm, my chicken suit. Um, I probably would come out and do a have a cooking show and try to be a comedian. So I'd hide behind my culinary skills. I can cook very well because that's the fat girl in me. And yeah, I kept them and I kept being fat. I probably would come out and do that so you wouldn't focus too much on me. Look at I can fucking cook. I'm worthy of something. Opening recipe. Red beans and rice. Yeah, it's I'm actually cooking in the crock pot at home. Yeah, gotta go fucking get them before they burn. All right. Well, go check on your red beans. Go check on your rice real quick. And before you go, yes. Know where they can find. So I'm Cat Branchman. Um, I have a show on the 14th in Lakewood, California. I'll be at Chocolate Sundays, October 20th, yes. a 7 o'clock show. And, um, yeah, check me out. Thank y'all for y'all time. Appreciate right. you, girl. Appreciate you. There, there she is. Welcome back to the game, Cat. We love you. And next up, Boogie B. Hey. What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Comedian Boogie B, the New Orleans representative, man. How are y'all doing? I didn't even need the intro. He had it down. Yes, sir. AKA Mr. Let Me Stress You Out. Sir, how are you? Good. I'm good, man. Just hanging. Just got off stage up here to crack them up Thursdays. It was so fun, man. So electric in there, man. The energy is crazy. Yes, packed house. That's how it goes down on Thursdays. Oh, I love it, man. Oh, I love it. What did you talk about? I talked about this old broad I was messing with who was cheating on me yeah i got cheated on by a 55 year old woman still don't got her shit together at 55 you're supposed to have your shit together like she was cheating like she was 19 like she got options yeah cheating sloppy texting in front of me and stuff she was texting in front of me but she can't hide the text because she don't want to wear her glasses yeah it's big if she had a font set on like billboard it was the biggest font you can't cheat text if your font is bigger than your phone like that's like it was a real thing so i finally got it out on stage and i was so uh, i felt so relieved i got to get it off my chest who was it with her little uh she was cheating with multiple it was like i just the dude the dude who texts i saw i saw his name on the text and he had the oldest name in the history of old names Uh, it was was two i'm gonna give y'all a hint it was two first names pushed together it was that's close that's close that's close close. i'm gonna give it to you it was henry lester oh god you cheating on boogie b for henry lester whose name is henry lester it was all caps too all caps henry lester it was disgusting man i was so happy to oh yeah scam likely it was so fun man at comedian boogie b comedian boogie b 
Yeah. Or you can just look up the hashtag. Let me stress you out. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah, look up. <laughs> let me stress you out. My celebrity roast videos, man. I drop some every week. I try to drop some every week. It's, it's fun though. It's let me stress you out is um because I don't like to call it roasting because I'm not really roasting. I'm talking about the situation that happened. So if you did something stupid and you're a celebrity, you deserve to be stressed out about it. So do your best and you won't get stressed. Okay. If, but if you run your mouth, then come in. Let me stress you out because that's it's small. It's, something it's always some stupid, huge, and it'd be some like common sense shit that they shouldn't have done. So I always roast them and the situation, and then I give them an alternate ending. So they sh- what they should have done, and it's a rolling slideshow, man. Y'all gotta check it out. At comedian Boogie B hashtag. Let me stress you out. If you had, if somebody was actually gonna take your advice, who would you hope would like see that and take it? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, who? Wait, I missed it. Uh, Tommy Lauren. Oh, Tommy Lauren. You saw that video? Oh, yeah. Now, Tommy Lauren, I didn't, I've, I've done like maybe two or three videos on Tommy Lauren. Um, she is, if, for those of y'all who don't know, she's a Fox News correspondent who was just basically an internet blogger. And she was so, she was so kind of racist, sexist, and patriotic that they made her into like a Fox News correspondent so she could just be like totally on the side of wrong on public news all the time so she's a devil's advocate yeah she is I think she's just doing that for clout like I don't even think she really feel like that no more I don't think she believes half the things she's saying she's just saying it because she knows it's fucking exactly she wants people to talk about her I heard about that I don't know like if he ever talked about what they actually said he never said if they came to any type of agreement or nothing. He never said, but he did say he sat down with her after they had a little beef spat or whatever over some racist stuff she said. So, yeah, I wish she would take whatever I said on them three videos. Tommy Loren, I hope you took heed to it. That would be my greatest accomplishment in comedy. So, but I'm sure she didn't. So, Tommy Loren for sure. All right, so what we what, what we doing? It <laughs> <laughs> got quiet. It was like radio silence. The <laughs> 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 great answer. I was so caught up in this Tommy Lorenzo. Great answer. Uh, what has been the greatest thing that's come out of comedy for you? Oh man, you know, actually, the greatest thing that ever came, that came out of comedy for me never really came out. I shot a one-hour special called Evacuated at um, the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, sold out, best night of my life. Had a famous rapper from New Orleans called Silk the Shocker, who is Master P's brother. I had him open up the show for me. Wow. And it was just like the best. And my mom surprised me at the end, showed up. It was the best set of my night. It was the best set of my life. I did an hour and some change on stage. The people from Netflix was there. But... Um, <clears throat> When it came time time for the meeting, they was like, yeah. So it was very funny. We never heard of you prior to, and this was probably the funniest stand-up we heard from a comedian we didn't already know. But how are we going to sell it? 
and that was the meeting. So basically, how many followers do you have mm. on social media? How um, what's your? Have you been on anything? What any credits that we know of? And I was like, nah, I just I just had like three thousand followers. I'm not really into social media. You know, I've just been doing stand up for 11, 12, 12 years, and you know, I just was trying to, you know, y'all Netflix, just put it out. People watch all the bullshit y'all put on there. And I said that in the meeting, and they was like, yeah, but you kind of have gotta have a base. That's so that's bullshit. You bring in a comment if you didn't hear that as a million followers. Yeah, you might have probably one person that might come out from the street to see him. Exactly, because that's a million people across the world. This is the world wide web. These people are not in Los Angeles or wherever you at. So you're not guaranteed to sell out shows just because you got a million followers. But that's what they think. So that's what yeah. So that's what spawned me to create the Let Me Stress You Out videos. So I would have never that what pushed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to find something that I was good at. Plus I was interested in. Plus not too hacky um, that I could do on the internet that will still express my creativity as a stand up and also get a, a following fast. All right, well, we're so, going to try and get you some yeah. more followers. So plug yourself, let them know where you're going to be. Yeah, just follow me on Instagram, at Comedian Boogie B. That's more important than anything. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all Comedian, then B-O-O-G-I-E, man. Uh, follow me on everything, man. I'll be in Colorado September 27th at uh, the Denver Improv, I think it is. It's Denver Improv in Colorado? Yeah, Denver <laughs> Improv, September 27th, 8 o'clock, man. It's your boy, Comedian Boogie B. I appreciate y'all. Follow me, at Comedian Boogie B. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah. There he is, Comedian Boogie B. And on the couch with us, oh my goodness, Justin Hires, bro. You are doing a lot out here. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying to pay these bills. I believe it. Uh, yeah. So, before we get into everything, because you've got so much going on, yes, my notes are right there. I did do my research a little bit. I mean, I didn't really have to because I already know who you are, oh, okay. obviously. But... Um, you got two tracks out right now. Oh, you do know your rig. God dang. Shout out to you. Fire Flame. And then you put on another one. Swag on them. There we go. Have you done any live performances of them? I've only done one live show. I was headlining a club near Baltimore this summer. And somebody, I was talking about it and somebody yelled out for me to perform it. Uh, Fire Flame. And so I performed Fire Flame. That's on YouTube. So the first time I've ever performed hip hop live is on YouTube. Oh. Uh, because just so happened... My, uh, my role manager was in the back and he recorded it. But I'm about to do my first music festival down in the Tampa Bay area. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Uh, the music is doing like surprisingly well. The Fire Flame, like between Instagram, uh, between Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, we got about 4 million views on the music video. The streams on Spotify is good. Like, I don't know. I mean, like in the 60,000 or something like that on Spotify. And, All right. And, you know, just trying to just keep it, keep it moving. Well, it doesn't really sound like you need the help. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> so, uh, fun fact about me, which you don't know, is I work for Power 106. Hey, hey turn up. There we go. I can use that. And tonight, I was out there, you know, hosting a little something-something for OC, uh, one of the high schools that we do out there. We do a lot of charity basketball games. And we always do halftime performances with, you know, a couple people, you know, Ocho Drippin' here and there. Eric Bellinger's come out a couple times. Nice. Uh, you know, a lot of great, you know, upcoming artists and then established artists. Um, if that's something you would be interested in doing, I would love to have you out there. Oh, hell yeah. I would love to present that to the team. You let me know what your schedule looks like. Let me know what the manager. And I know, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing, I know, I'm doing, I made the mistake.
mistake of doing this on here because I'm pretty sure somebody's going to listen. You know, their little SoundCloud rapper, they're going to send me their mixtape. Right. Graham. That's not what I want. This is a special occasion. But Yeah, I'm about to say, shoot me your info or whatever. Because um, I, I filmed my show. I'm on a show called MacGyver, anybody that don't know. That come on CBS. But um, we filmed that in Atlanta, so I'll be back and forth between. So I had some days off, so I flew out here. But I still got a place out here, and I got a, a place in Atlanta for when I be filming. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, as long as I'm in town, just, I, I'll definitely do that. For sure. We'll make it happen. We'll talk after this. Hell yeah. Um, but tell me more about MacGyver. MacGyver doing good. You know, we're on our fourth season. I play bowls. I'm the black dude on the show. I'm easy to spot. And, uh, and yeah, it's going good. We like Secret Agents. If anybody saw the old MacGyver, it's uh, it's the same thing, except now he has more of a team. So the, the first MacGyver, he was more of a lone wolf. And this one is kind of like a squad, you know, on, on some Mission Impossible type stuff. And, uh, and yeah, and I like... I do everything on the show. I do some MacGyver stuff sometimes. Sometimes I have weapons. Sometimes I'm creating, like, prosthetic masks. Um, so my character and I get to be funny on the show. You know, I had to sit. Sometimes you're throwing shit down the stairs. Sometimes I'm throwing <laughs> shit down the stairs. That's right. Yeah, you saw that on uh, IG. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So season four, uh, it's going to be mid-season this year. So hopefully sometime in the uh, spring is when the season four goes to start airing. That's going to be cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Um... I wanted to ask you about something. Oh, shoot. My mind is blanking. Her mind is blanking. Uh-oh. Are they, like... I mean, obviously, obviously like, you want the, se- the series to go as long as possible. The original MacGyver went, like, 140 episodes, I believe. Damn. Like... We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but, like... In, like, TV, they had this thing where, it's like... I think they did it for anger management, like, 10 and 90, where, like, if, if like, it gets, t- like, 10 decent episodes, they'll buy it out for 90. Right. Like, how come they don't do that anymore? Well. Besides it being, like, an incredible risk. Yeah, it's hot as hell in this building. Y'all don't know that. Um, well, you know what? I was going to say, one, it's a one-hour show. Yeah. Um, one-hour shows are way more expensive than a half-hour show. So, uh, anger management, I believe, was a 30-minute. It was a half-hour show. So, those are, are cheaper to make. Um, also, like... That was a piece of shit to have, like, tiny episodes. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, that's how Tyler Perry first uh, got on with TBS. You know, he was kind of under the same deal. Um, House of Pain. Um, and so, so yeah, it's just one of those things where I think it's just the economics of it. It's just very expensive. And even with a, with MacGyver, you know, I'm hoping that we hit 100 episodes. I don't know if we are. Um just for like residual reasons and and stuff like that but who knows man but i think but to answer your question is really just purely the economics i think it's going to be like I don't, I don't know how much it costs to do an episode, maybe three to five million or something like that. And it takes eight days to film one episode for a one-hour show. And, you know, something like uh, a half-hour show like that technically takes one day to film. You know, sometimes they'll do a Thursday and a Friday. Um, but, you know, we literally are out in about Atlanta all throughout, you know, in the woods and on set filming for 12, 13-hour days for eight days for an episode. So, yeah. What was the original guy the, the original the original MacGyver was set uh, in Los Angeles also. Yeah, and we're set in Los Angeles, but um, the way we do our show is we're like secret agents on a global level. So every episode, we're in a different country. Yeah, somewhere else, a different territory, helping us solve crimes. It's also cheaper to film. 
very, very much cheaper. Shit with like paper clips, he he do still make MacGyver still make shit. Um, paper clip, uh, rubber bands, uh, lighters. You know, it's all. But it is updated. You know, because we got way more technology. Technology has advanced way more since that time period, uh, and so we incorporate that uh, into the show. But but yeah, but the fundamentals of the show are are still there. Yeah yeah, you know having having a good time doing it. That's amazing. I remembered my question, and in comparison to Max's question, it's like totally shitty, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you were here last night. Are, were you talking about the same stuff tonight that you did last night? I did different. I did some different stuff. So some things I did. Uh, I performed in the main room last night, I think, or the night before last. Um, and then yeah, and then tonight I performed in the belly room. And all of this stuff, most of the stuff I did is new, new. You know, like I don't really have time to work on my new material when I'm in Atlanta because I'm filming. So I fly out here when, on my days off to work on uh, my new material. And yeah, for the most part, it was like brand new stuff that you know that I'm working on. Do you prefer doing stand up out here to Atlanta? Atlanta has a comedy scene, right? Yeah, I, I as I, yeah, I do prefer it out here only because I feel like the audience is more diverse in Los Angeles, mm. um, and I feel like the audiences there typically is are, are either all white or all black, and. Um, you know, I, I'm a touring comedian, you know, I headline and whatever city I, I go into, I need to make sure that my jokes are working in every city, you know. So, like, let's say I did a show in D.C., you know, primarily African-American um, group, and then I had to go headline a club in Indianapolis, and it was primarily, and the, the name of the club was Crackers, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it was primarily Caucasians in the audience, you know, and so I have to make sure I have material that's going to hit hard, equally hard in both in both areas, you know, no matter what the demographics are. And, uh, yeah, so far it's going good. You know? Awesome. Yeah. What is some of the new stuff you're talking about? Oh, man. Uh, it's little taste, little bit. Well, a new bit that I was working on today was the how hard it is to be a faithful celebrity. Um, Wait, what? How hard it is to be a faithful celebrity? To not be a, religious, right? Huh? Like relig- not religious, but like with, with another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you with, when you have a lady, you know, and you, um, you you have to be like faithful, but you're a celebrity. Um, because I was just comparing it. I was like, even you know, Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. Oh. Like that's how hard it is to be a faithful. Like he's married to the greatest woman ever. And him too got caught up because that's how hard it. Because men are accustomed to having women um, that like them. Um, so <laughs> it's just like y'all get off. That's true. I mean, like y'all get offered penis all the time. Um, you got offered penis, I'm sure, 30, 30 times a day, all in your deals. No, you do too. I'm sure, Max. Um, and so yeah, so so that's some of the new material and. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm tackling a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm really trying to, I'm, you know, I have, like, racial humor and stuff like that on, like, some Chappelle, Chris Rock type stuff. Um, and so I'm really trying to tackle that stuff uh, to really just elevate me uh, above, like, the normal comedian, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Let them know where they can find you next so that way they can see this progression. And uh, where uh, plug yourself on IG. Yeah, so all my social media is Justin Hires. That's, like, tires, but with a. H higher so Justin hires on all social media um, my, my music is on all uh, music streaming platforms I go by J hires so just the letter J and then hires H-I-R-E-S and that's fire flame swag on them I got a new song that's gonna come out around October um, 
And yeah, man, that's it. You know, watch MacGyver on CBS and, uh, you know, follow the journey. There he is, Justin Iris. Make sure you go check him out, MacGyver CBS, and on his IG and on all music streaming platforms. We appreciate you, my guy. I appreciate you. And fresh off the stage, oh my goodness, it's Mike E. Shaq. Hey. Those laughs. Those laughs. You were killing them out there. You think so? I believe, I know so. Every time I'm on stage, I think I suck. Never. I feel, even you were back here, I felt like you were, were you a little nervous earlier? Like, no. Were you, were you, no? I'm never nervous. No? I believe that. The only energy. The only nervousness I have is if I'm not fucking prepared. So, like, mm-hmm. that's why when you see me pacing, that's just me get just pre-visualizing the, the set. In my head And like going through The fucking motions And mm. I have to do that I'm like I'm former military So I'm very like What branch? Marines Wow Those yeah. are the real men Maybe That's what my, that's what my uncle Tells me the real, <laughs> the real men stay in Guys like me got out <laughs> oh. I got I mean out. hey You have to stop sometimes Yeah I did four years I was done I believe it I was like, By the way this lineup Good yeah. for you You know Beard? I did this You know I did this on my own yeah. There's a little cut in there. Yeah, I fucked so I up. believe that. I hurt myself a but, little to this oh time. Oh no. Yeah, it's okay. It looks great. Are you gonna cry for me? <laughs> you should cry. I'm a very empathetic. Can person. you cry on? Can you cry on cue? I can fake cry on cue. Do it. <laughs> oh no tears? No. Oh. <laughs> I have to like really sit here for a minute and like think of my mom dying or something for me to be able to get like actual swelling tears. But it's like I have to be saying her eulogy in my head. Oh wow. Yeah. For actual tears. And we don't have time for that. So. No, we don't. That's method acting as fuck. If this if this thing turned into a method acting class, the people would just turn it off. Oh shit. They'd be like, fuck that. Yeah, no camera, just all uh all on bike. Yeah, they just be like, this is too much. Be like, what is it's happening here? I don't understand it. Yeah. Very ethereal. Oh my gosh. Um, so really quick, one thing I want to talk about, hmm. the far side. You were just out there. Or on yeah. the on the on the show. How was that? That was cool. It was really cool. Uh Imani wasn't there, that wasn't cool. But oh. you know, yeah, I really wanted to meet him, but but it was a cool podcast. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I was really high, so I forgot most of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you ever go on? I'm gonna forget most of this. Are you high right now? <laughs> Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? You want to get high right now? Oh my gosh, what is he at? What's he pulling out? I'm on mushrooms. I'm. Oh on, my uh, goodness, he said he's on mushrooms. I've never done mushrooms. I'm very. I'm. I'll do it with you. What? I'll do it with you. Yeah. I had a good time. Uh, what are you in? We'll make this a huh? podcast thing. Yeah, Michelle happy as fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mama She's alive. Oh my goodness. She's alive. Ooh, that's strong. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even take a hit. So yeah, we talking about drugs? Is that what we talking about? I mean, hey, I like it. We may as well. What is the hardest drug you've ever done? You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do any like really hard drugs really like I just I don't do cocaine I did cocaine twice in my life one I don't do cocaine I've done it twice why twice and once was I was offered here uh, but I don't like cocaine I'm already like a high energy guy I like downers a little bit so I I, I need weed to just bring me back to a normal level you know um, and then I, and then I like mushrooms what I love mushrooms what? I microdose oh, I 
I've heard of that. So I'm just take a very little bit. Very little bit. You get that trip, but you're not like going absolutely. It's a little negligible. It's like you're not seeing anything, but like if you take a little bit of mushrooms. Mushrooms make you see things. If you take a lot, yeah. If you take enough, you'll see all kinds of shit. Like in, one time in Indonesia, I met the mosquito queen. Oh my god. That's fire. That's crazy. Did she have a lesson for you? Yeah, she told me. I used to. You know, the funny thing is, I did, she did give me a lesson, man, which is crazy. And the lesson was, uh, at the time I was producing reality TV, I used to produce this show called Swamp People on History Channel about these alligator hunters. I did that for four seasons. That's what got me out here. That's what got me out here to LA was producing reality TV but before that I was a comedian you know in Detroit and uh, and then I went to Indonesia tripped on mushrooms met what I yeah. called the mosquito queen and she basically told me you're a comedian what the fuck are you doing doing reality TV and, and, and I had like three I had three rental properties in Detroit and she gave me the idea to sell all three of those and then buy cheaper ones with those so then I turned three into seven and then like I ended up like just changing the whole trajectory of my life just from that trip in Indonesia now here I am I got 14 properties and I'm doing stand up full time Michelle's looking at you like she's never heard of an Indonesian mosquito queen well here's the crazy thing you know about the crazy thing about the whole mosquito queen I called her the mosquito queen because that's the only way I could because she had like this she's beautiful feminine energy with these wings jutting out of her and then sometimes her face would morph into an insect and then back to a fucking human face again but here's the thing this is what tripped me out two years later I go on Reddit and I start searching ayahuasca which is another hallucinogen that you can do in Peru I've heard of that one. Well, I was searching that so I went on this Reddit thread and all of a sudden on the thread someone asked the, the poster did you see her oh shit and and then the guy was like, did I see who? And the guy said, Mother Ayahuasca. And then I did a Google search for Mother Ayahuasca. Every fucking picture that came up was that bitch that I saw in the oh fucking my sky. God. So I'm like, why is everybody seeing her? That's crazy. Another thing people see is, um, so a lot of like jokers and jester stuff, you'll see it's black and white checkers. When I'm on DMT, I saw that. Yeah. I saw it. Uh, that's the hardest thing I did. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the checkers and then the jokers. Yeah, same thing. We got to talk, bro, because I don't know why. I, every keep, everybody keeps seeing the same shit. So the, the lesson to everyone here is stay on drugs. <laughs> I just, love it. I just love manage it. it, though. Learn how to manage it, if you can manage it. That's beautiful. If not, Great then advice. quit. Sage advice. You can find more advice from this beautiful man. Plug yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike from Detroit. That's how you find me online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Pornhub. Mike from Detroit. All right. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. And all the way from Bakersfield, he had to update his passport. Lido Iglesias. Sir, I'm mad at you. Why, why, why are you mad, mad at me? At why are you mad at me? We were supposed to be in the same room together last week for oh, two days straight, man. and he failed. I bailed, man. I'm fuck that, fuck that promoter, man. Wow. We got beef. Oh, <laughs> real tea. comedy beef. You ain't ready for that. The tea. I'm not ready for that. We ain't gonna talk about that here. But you know what I want to talk about? What's is whatever up? you're talking about up there. What, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, you know, man. You know me. I'm gonna talk about real life. You know. You know how my good dad. You see my baby mamas, your my 18 kids. baby mamas, my your mom 30, being out the, kids. Is mom out there. Mom drunk ass is at home. Oh, tonight. oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, bummer. She uh watching uh the murder channel. You know, she watching ID. Mm. Uh, real, in pursuit with John Walsh drinking real that wine. Woman shit. Real single woman, lonely.
only shit. Oh, you know about God. that. Uh, you rude as fuck. First of all, I am like, not murder show lonely, okay? You ain't murder show lonely? You ain't no. forensic file lonely yet? No. <laughs> you ain't I'm still on my Grey's Anatomy shit, okay? I'm not going to be forensic file murder show lonely until okay, yeah. maybe 28. Don't be okay. my mama. Don't be my mama. <laughs> <laughs> my mama. Don't be supportive out here. I like That's the setup now. I don't got to go to the basement now for the podcast. Yeah. Cool. I like it, but and it's just hotter up, up here. Up a though. whole new room. It is like I just knocked the wall down, huh? Yeah, it's new. It's a little bit cooler now. There's more room for the heat to. Y'all want to got some staffing from Home Depot and just had them knock all this down, huh? How much was that? Primo mm-hmm. eight. Hey. You're trying to make dollars. <laughs> yeah. I think it was cool. Hey, is Joe Rogan shit down there or no? No. Okay, it kind of looked like warehouse. He got his own shit. I thought I seen a Joe Rogan sign. Was he there at one point? We, when we were downstairs, people would just walk in and like just hang out, like just and sit and watch. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I recall. It was cool though. You guys had Madden down there. You know what I'm saying? It was like cooler, the temperature. Yeah, we. Had- we ain't got no madden Listen up here. here. If you ain't sweating, you ain't working, okay? <laughs> That's what we do over here. We work. Yeah, beer too? They have beer. Look Little at that. cheese going on. No, what the, what is that? There's oh, a lollipop okay. in mine oh, okay. because I don't like micheladas, so I gave it a little extra flavor of the, the lime dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> you got dum-dums you over try. here, girl. You got to try. Like nice it's a like it's a kindergarten is. party over here. We got the dum dums. Mm-hmm. Halloween ready. Mm-hmm. You know how we do it back here. <laughs> no, it's a, a Halloween party. party. No. Get in the game, Lou. <laughs> I came in late. You in the stage tonight? Am I? No, I'm chilling. back here. I'm doing this. I'm hosting. Oh, man. okay. All night. All right. All right. I can yeah. dig it. I gotta be back here. It's always good to be here. I crack them up, though. Always a great time. Always good to be here. What other? Like, are you ever even at any other LA clubs? I feel like no. You were at the J Spot a couple times, but they shut that down. I was at the J Spot right before the male strip show. Wow. Mm-hmm. We had the slide. I opened up for male strippers. Can't nobody else say that. Oh my God. You ain't never met a hard crowd were until you. Were you sad you, uh, that you couldn't also strip because you got this dad body out here? I know. You know what? I don't have abs. <laughs> I got it up top, but I got about two abs, and then Sorry. it kind of just fades away. I got. See, I've been working, girl. I've been what doing. Is that? Uh, That's flabs, I've been sir. doing Zumba. You, you a fat feel cheetah it. out you here. You gotta feel it. Look, girl. You, my she leg ain't even is stronger on. than that. What you mean? Uh, well, I don't know what you be doing, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, squats. Okay, squats out here. I'm going to be at Tommy T's in Pleasanton next week. You know, I'll go up and down the bay. I got a show in Bakersfield also next week. I'm just getting in where I fit in. Whoever have me, I'm gracious to you guys. Thank you to crack them up. You know, it's always a pleasure to be at the comedy store. Anywhere that I have me, you know, your living room, your bedroom, um, your mama's house, your quinceanera, uh, you know, whoever, you know, I'll host anything. I'll be down with anything. I'm hungry out here. There we go. There we go. Desperate for work, Lito and Galicia. for work, baby. We'll, we'll joke for food. Plug, plug your IG real quick. Let them know. I'm on IG. Hit your boy up at Oprah's underscore side piece. Okay, I'm Oprah's side piece. Oprah's underscore side piece. Get at your boy, Lito Iglesias, man. Appreciate y'all. That's manifestation if I ever heard it. Lito Iglesias, y'all. Josh Adams in town from Detroit. Oh, my goodness. I like how you read that paper like you really know me. Thank you. I know. She faked that enthusiasm. They're like, damn, she must really fuck with cuz. I know. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a minute. How's your mom? She good. She doing her thing. (laughs) Chilling, chilling. What's your name, mama? It's Vanessa. Vanessa, good to meet you. 
other guy right here on the computer. I like how you got Move. zippers on your pants for no reason. I mean, yeah, we do that. That's some shit in Detroit they do. You got to have a place to hide the drug money. <laughs> you look like you just got done with a paint job and came over here. And that's what we do. We hustle all the way down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the the hoe's like a working man. You know what I'm saying? That you can do comedy, paint houses, and sell puppies. Gosh, everybody out here will, will do anything for some work. You got to get some money. Everybody's starving. Help him out. How are you? Did you go up already? Uh, It's looking like I got up. My OG, Howie Bill, made a a call and got me on, so I'm connected. (laughs) I wasn't going up till my OG put me on. He's also from Detroit. He has zippers and paint on his pants, too. We're a gang. It's gang gang. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? I don't know. We just talking, man. Y'all talking about ayahuasca and all that (laughs) other stuff. So I come and I'm talking about my OG, and they talking about ayahuasca, and I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You never know. Conversation is gonna go back here. That's some Joe Rogan shit, right? The ayahuasca. Uh, DMT. That's just DMT. DMT. Mushroom. Y'all white people will do whatever Joe Rogan say, won't y'all? First of all, there's only one, two white people in this room, okay? No, to be real with you, if you're not black, you white to me. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm weird like that. I'm very weird like that. Listen here, with this tan. What are you, Miss Vanessa? What do you think I am? I always love this question. You are Chaldean. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying, from where I'm from, you would you would look at do, do she not look out then though? Okay then. They that's crazy. Y'all talk like that's a Pokemon or something. Like it's a different version of them. But I know what Armenian is. That's Kim Kardashian in them. What is what is Chaldean though? That's like the that's Bam. Arab. Shout out to Esther Navarez. She part of the gang as well. Gang gang. Detroit is in the building. What's your name, brother? Max. You handsome, bro. What's up? You look like Thor a little bit. Anybody ever told you that? He do look like Thor. He look like teenage Thor. That's a good look, cuz. Like, you ain't got a whole hammer. You got a little hammer. You ain't got the big hammer. You got the little one. And then when I shave, I have to show my ID every time. Do you? That's what's up, man. Shout out to you, brother. All right. Y'all going to interview me? Oh, I don't know yet. I'm, I don't know yet. I'm probably gonna talk about Chaldean since y'all don't know about them. Oh, yeah. They own liquor stores and gas stations and uh, Boost Mobile kiosks back home. Oh my gosh. Y'all know Boost Mobile is here? Yes. I just want to make sure there ain't no disconnect when I talk about stuff. He looked like, I'm not sure what that is. My father owns Nextel. <laughs> But I'm from Detroit. I actually host, uh, they used to do Cracking Them Up Wednesdays in Detroit. So we, it was a satellite show in Detroit where I would host it out there and then the comedians would come out there and do the show out there. So that was something we might have could have covered. Yeah, yeah. So have y'all ever been in Detroit? Y'all heard of it? No. Like 8 Mile? Y'all ever seen 8 Mile? I've seen 8 Mile. That'd be people only really connected to Detroit. 8 Mile and, and RoboCop. They'd be like, do y'all got robotic cops walking around and shit? It's like, no. Nah. Hardcore Pond. Crazy is, that is a real thing. That's a real thing. Y'all fan is that something? Is that a signal for me to get out the way? Oh, you hot. Yeah, you too hot out here. I was going to say I had an effect on Chaldean women. <laughs> You got who? Friends from Pontiac. Pontiac. That's Yakistan. This is what's up with Pontiac. They don't have any more local police. They now have uh, the state police are in there, the county police in there. Like, yeah, it's damn near on some old third world country type shit over there in Pontiac. I see some GTA shit going on. Yo, it's... We got three stars, bro. Almost definitely. They fooling out there. 
They beating up strippers and they passing out and they money just they just, just stacks of money appear when they beat them up. The police don't live in the city that they. Are. They don't have like like they don't have a local police like you know what I'm saying force there. Now they got like they was like the shit is a lot of hand. Let's send in the county police. Yeah. Would you say that creates more distrust between the community and the um, the people that are supposed to protect them? Damn, this got deep. What kind of podcast is this? He said distress. I don't want to speak for Pontiac. Listen, I'm tripping. Pontiac ain't that fucked up. No, because when you said it, it like it, out here, it strikes a chord. But it was more like this. It's not as far as distress. It's more about finances. So I don't know if you meant by like outrage and it's like it's so bad there that it's fucked up. No, it's just the money ain't there. So they like, all right, y'all got to cover not only the whole area, this is specific area, Pontiac, y'all got to take care of. So. I didn't think about it. Like, I, thought, I thought literally logistically. like. Okay. Like the police out here, they all live in Simi Valley and they protect mm-hmm. people that live in Inglewood and West Side and like okay. you have cops that don't live in the community. You, you, call, you don't really have a uh, oh. connection. Okay. And when you said that they bring in all these out of, out of town. But cops, to be honest with you, it, where, I'm, where we from, it ain't really no connection between the police and the people no way. Like, yeah, it's like the cops come, all right, let's look the other way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah, but there's a reason behind that. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. This shit getting real. Like, I thought this was supposed to be funny. This shit is getting real. Yeah. Uh... As far as the, the like, as far as the like the distance between the police and the people, you know what it is. It's just like I don't know if y'all can tell. I'm black, so it's like they kind of deal with us differently. Yeah, you know what fucked me up a minute ago? I saw three white men downstairs. Look, like I saw three. I saw some triplets. Have you ever seen triplets in real life? That's, that's not an adult, like, yes. <laughs> like, like they're adults. Like, they usually die after they turn six or something like that. Like, or they gotta go to other, like, you gotta, y'all all got three different missions y'all gotta go on after this. Y'all can't be adults. Like, they was down there, like, it wasn't two other people that looked just like them downstairs. Like, that fucked me up. They still dressing the same shit. Are y'all all comedians? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, have y'all, are y'all going up? Have y'all been up? Are y'all all from this area? Yes. L.A.? All L.A. So y'all, okay, cool. Well, I'm planning on moving out here, man. What should I do? Like, what's y'all advice for something like that? Uh, oh. Go to the valley. What's the valley? It's a little bit farther, but the San Fernando Valley. He said safer, okay. Definitely don't go to Riverside. What's Riverside, KJ? Oh. Shout out to KJ in the building. He got a lot of knee hanging out his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of knee hanging out his that jeans. That's the Detroit of California. Yeah. Who, this nigga? No. <laughs> this nigga? Riverside. Riverside is the Detroit of California. Oh, I thought you meant him as in the representative. No. No. Yeah. I was going to say, if JD the hardest, I was going to say, if KJ the hardest nigga out here, that's hilarious. No, absolutely not. I ain't gonna do KJ like that. <laughs> KJ mama a doctor though. Don't let him think he thug like a thug. His mama's a doctor and she had they house they have a lake. KJ they have a hidden driveway. Yeah, K if, if we were slaves, KJ would be in the house. Don't don't ever yeah. But they let, yeah, he in the house, but his he, he got a room with a window in it. That's why it's so dark. But no, what was you finna say, Vanessa? I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Uh, go lead with that when you go on stage. Uh, yes. Um, no, if I have any piece of advice for you moving out here is make sure that whoever you're gonna room with, if you do plan on move, uh, rooming with somebody, is somebody that's 
has a car. Has a car and is mentally stable because some people out here be tripped. No actors. No actors. So Michael B. Jordan, don't he hit him up? Mm. I mean, if it's Michael B. Jordan, man, he can pay. Because that's my cousin. I was going to see if I can. Now nah, I'm just lying. Can I don't I start no rumors. Look at her. Now Vanessa want to come over and fuck with me. <laughs> All right. There's so many things that happen in LA. Don't like get caught up in missing out on something. Okay. It's like it's okay to just stay home and chill. Like you'll you'll, oh. you'll see on Instagram like everyone going out and doing shit. Like we might finish a set here at like 3 a.m. and go home. Yeah. Michelle might call me and say, "Where are you? Where are you? Like Chappelle's on. Like you should come back here." And I, I have to teach myself like there'll be other days and like yeah. every day is we'll pace yourself basically. Yeah. I appreciate that advice, Thor. <laughs> Son of right. Odin. Well, plug yourself. Let them know where they can find you. When the house party is gonna be. Uh, plug myself. Social media. You can follow me at, at KJ's mom is a doctor. Uh, <laughs> no, you can follow me on Instagram at Josh Adams with three Z's. That's J O S H A D A M S Z Z Z. And I just recorded a comedy album called The Miseducation of Josh Adams, and it's on all streaming platforms. Thank y'all for having me. This shit was very fun. You know what I'm saying? Fist bumps all around. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thank y'all for having me. All right, y'all. You know what time it is? It is Thursday. Crack them up Thursday. Butter, Lou, Max, your girl be money. Mama Nichelle, who runs the show. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll be back here in the green room of the belly room. Crack them up Thursday, y'all. You know what it is. We out.